beyond labels, titles, and roles exists the true you. And living from the inside out helps you peel past those layers to reveal who you actually are at your core. How do I know? I've been purposefully pursuing this path for several years, awakening to the knowledge that you're not the thoughts you think, you're separate from them. My name is Bridget Blythe-Briere, and I spent a long time being an imposter in my own life, including 15 years clinging to a career I thought I had to. In fact, I believe that a lot of us are hiding behind what we think we're supposed to do and who we think we're supposed to be. And that's why I created this podcast. As I really get to know the true me, I'm sharing it with you, intending for these episodes to provide you with guideposts to pursue your own path to do the same. I call it being socially responsible, taking accountability for thoughts, actions, and reactions to help yourself get out of your own way, create a deeper connection to yourself and the world around you, and to show up as who you're truly meant to be. Let's go. Hey everyone, I'm actually recording this podcast while I'm on the cheap spin bike that we have in the basement at our house. So here goes, multitasking at its finest because I backburnered exercise earlier today because I was like, I really just want to focus more on the kids and enjoying these last beautiful days of summer. So I took them swimming at my in-law's house. They have this great pool and so, anyway, now I'm doing two things that bring me joy. Exercising and creating this podcast. And I consider both to be mental medicine, part of my own mental wellness routine and in fact, This bike, I also, I call it not a spin bike, I call it a think bike, a thinking bike, because I do some good thinking here, just like I book time to think in the shower. Sometimes I'll hop on this spin bike and just move my legs, raise my heart rate, and think. Do you guys do that? Gotta be careful where you do it though, right? Because if you are like, I'll think in the car, next thing you know, you've gone like two exits past where you're supposed to be. Anyway, earlier today, or rather the other day, following an emotional visit to my mom's house, I had all these questions about what I'm doing. You ever get into these modes where you are upset about whatever it is, you name it, just you feel upset, and then as we've talked about before, kind of a spiral occurs where everything feels heavy and sad. Now the timing of this, because I like to note these things because I do have noticed a pattern. Um, It was a full moon, so I'm at my mom's, where it's already an emotional experience for me each time I visit. But also this full moon and sorry TMI, but not sorry at the same time. It was just a few days before my period as well, and so perfect storm, if you will, of conditions to just feel in kind of a suck. And when I was in that suck, I was just like, I, I'm gonna stop doing everything. What's the point? 
not what's the point of life, but just making the podcast. And I was in this course, I'm still in this course, but have been giving myself the grace of recognizing that the course, while it is offered live, is also available in like a recorded form such that I can go back and examine it and take it all in when it's better timing because I realized the other day that I just am not present enough. I read about it, I listen to things about it, I talk about it in therapy, I talk about it here, which is also therapeutic. But I struggle with presence. I struggle with scrolling on my phone, do you? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, I'm so high conscious. I don't get caught up in comparing. That's what I think sometimes. And then sometimes I notice, wow, wrong. I'm actually, here I am caught up in comparing. And then that feels bad. <laughs> and so in the midst of this suck and questioning what I'm doing and what should I be doing and how it should all be going, I keep going back to what I know, which is I can question those thoughts. I can discover that 99.9% of what I'm thinking is not only untrue, but serves very little purpose in being in the present moment And this self-induced suffering is something that, yes, can be handled. But when you're in the midst of feeling sad and wondering if what you're doing means anything, it can be hard to step out of it and observe and notice. But that's what I talk about and that's what we practice. And again, this trip home to see my mom, who I love very much, I think I've mentioned before, I'm an only child, divorced parents. Um, I guess I would consider it sort of a complicated relationship with my mom. And what it comes down to, I believe, is that we don't have the best communication. She's sensitive, I'm sensitive, feelings are hurt, things are misinterpreted, perceived wrong. We carry all of this heavy energy between us. And you'll know what I'm saying if you have someone in your life who you do also love very much, but notice that when you're around them for whatever reason, there is just kind of an, not an ick. I don't want to say it's ick because I don't feel ick around my mom. I just, there's something that doesn't feel settled. I, in fact, would say something happens where I become like dysregulated inside, literally inside my body. Not all the time, but often when I'm with my mom, it kind of changes, which then triggers a series of thoughts that don't serve me. And then I become very anxious, borderline panicked, sad. And it's not because of anything she did or didn't do. And it's not her fault, even though in the heat of some of the moments of feeling this way, I blurt things out that maybe I don't really mean (laughs) and that 
again, don't really serve a purpose. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I think so often, I know for me anyway, I get in these positions where I'm in a familiar circumstance that triggers patterned behavior learned from a long time ago, picked up kind of subconsciously, unconsciously, both from having been around parents who fought a lot and stress in the home, which maybe I wasn't directly involved in, but took on because energy is like that. There's so much in my childhood that I just don't remember. And so there's this trauma response that happens in my body that I first had noticed while visiting my childhood home several years ago. And it's actually that occurrence where I had gone home to um, see my mom and for the first time in a very long time I had been there. We had seen each other, but she had been mostly coming to where I live in Massachusetts. This was the first time I had gone to where she lived in New York. And uh, I just felt ripped open, like all these emotions came out. And when that happens, it feels scary and awful, and, but it's also an opportunity to explore. And so again, this last visit, I noticed that I had a similar, very heavy reaction. And once I came out the other side, which I reminded myself through all of the very big emotions and sobs as I tried to pilot the brain plane back to a place of peace and uh, eventually productivity, I was like, I know that there is something to be learned from what I'm feeling. What you're feeling needs healing. And sometimes the healing can come very quickly. And this is obviously a healing for me that's lingering. This has been a multi-year long exploration, self-exploration process. Anyway, what I'm coming around the bend to tell you now is that just as I was really leaning into this idea of kind of shutting down this part of the process that I'm going through of peeling back the layers of labels, titles, roles, going inside, seeing myself, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm leaning in to what I think is the message from the universe, which is to just take a step back and really focus more on presence to family and kind of put the shutters on everything else for a little while. But then, then, as always, comes a message from the universe, divinely tied up nicely with a bow, and I'll tell you what it is right after this. Okay, so this divine gift from the universe, just as I'm ready to say for this week, I'm going to just skip doing the podcast for the first time in 40 plus weeks. I'm just going to give myself space and grace and then, don't you know, two things. Boom, boom. First, I receive a message from someone saying 
that they are grateful for this podcast and sharing a little bit about themselves with me. And it just felt so good. And the person was like, you know, keep up all your great work. I love your podcast. I'm not on social media a lot, but I try and check in with yours regularly. I'm starting a new phase. I'm reading you what they wrote me, in which I've raised my kids, now heading to empty nesting. I've poured all my blood, sweat, and many tears for the last 25 years, being a full-time working single mom of three. I've never put time into myself until this past few years. I have a lot to work on, especially that negative voice in my head. I'm trying to start over, learn, focus, trying to figure out how to open up to receive, figure out what I'm supposed to be doing now. And I still feel married to my job. I love my job, but I believe I'm supposed to be doing something else as well. And anyway, this message was just like, yeah, that's what I'm here kind of talking about. We're, we're different, but the same. And I was like, yeah, I still feel called to make this podcast. So maybe, maybe I won't step away. And then I get another message, this time from a former colleague, someone who I used to anchor the news with. And this person now has their own radio program. And they were like, hey, I would love to have you come on and talk about your journey. And just, I'm like, talk about your podcast. And there it is. Point in sharing that is, it's like, sometimes you think you're about to make the right decision. But the thinking is from the ego, the hurt ego, the keep you safe, the not wanting to be challenged part of each self that we all are. And while I'd love to sit here on this spin bike and say that I feel flippin' amazing and wonderful once again and back on track, no, the fact of the matter is as my friend Chrissy Dole, who's been on the, the podcast before, <laughs> said to me, wrote to me, it's like, you got to love yourself through it. Well, you don't got to. It helps when you love yourself through it. You don't throw away the whole journey because you're hitting a rough stretch. And <sighs> it's just so many ups and downs and Once in a while, the part of your ego that's kind of going along with the things that your soul, your essence, is being called to do, is following. Every once in a while, the ego's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, let's do this. But so often, it's a struggle with the inner voice with old patterns. And back to the situation I was sharing about visiting my mom and feeling so emotional. It's like all these kinds of old patterns that maybe I didn't necessarily, I wasn't behaving that way when I was growing up and living at home necessarily, but the behavior that I exhibit when I go home to my mom is like, it's so childlike, it's like, I become back to that child self who maybe is so desperate to be seen. I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. And that's 
what each of us can be on a journey to discover who are we behind and beyond this pattern behavior, these reactions. And there's just so much gratitude to be had when you are willing to go there with yourself and discover what's under that fear, that attitude, that edge, whatever your behavior is that pops up in certain situations that you know isn't right because it doesn't feel good. Sure, maybe it's familiar, but it's not right and good. I've shared before how I had a number of abusive relationships in the past. And again, it was like subconsciously I was seeking, the ego was seeking this feeling of being treated poorly and not being enough because that's how it, the ego, felt anyway. And it was looking to reinforce that and pattern, 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 pattern. All of us, patterns. Until all of us, until each of us, one at a time, for however long it takes, we figure out how to push past the pattern out of autopilot and live more like the rest of the animals without so much overthinking. So for the call to action this week, we've done it before, let's do it again. Where's the message from the universe? See it, not with your ego, but with your essence, your soul, the deeper you, the knowing you, the intuitive you, the one that is connected to the energy in the universe, the one that's not worried about what your neighbor thinks or your mom or whoever. It's you, connected to the universe, receiving the messages that will divinely guide you. And I'm not even sorry if that feels woo-woo, because you can question what you're thinking and then come back home to yourself and tune in and see where in your life you're struggling and in turn where in life is the universe steering you. It'll look different for all of us because the ego is going to want to force the focus. This is deeper than that. The message from the universe will come in the way that speaks to you when you're open to it. And that's easier said than done. But that's why we notice thoughts, reactions. How do we feel in our body when we're around certain people? Anyway, I'm obviously really into tuning in in that way. But again, that call to action, taking stock right now of what you need to learn, 
where you can grow and how you can receive those messages clearly and calmly and give yourself grace and patience along the way. I really want to hear from you. So find me on Instagram at socially responsible, just like the name of the podcast. And please, in gratitude for liking what you hear, take a moment to leave a review, subscribe, and share. Socially responsible, living from the inside out.